Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. All right, welcome everybody. I have Lisa here today with me as our mom featured guest. Um, She is a mom of nine. She is a business and marketing strategist. So welcome, Lisa. Thanks for joining me today. Um, We're going to jump in right away and just kind of give a little bit of an introduction about who you are. um, Tell us where you are on your marketing or on your mom journey. And then we'll dive more into like what you do um, as a business owner and strategist. And then we'll just kind of tie that all together if that works. So Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Um, like you said, I'm a mom of nine. My oldest is 25 and we have an 11 month old. <laughs> so, um, we always wanted a big family. Um, I don't know if, you know, we didn't have a specific number in place, but you know, we ended up with nine. So there it is. Um, I've been doing, we've homeschooled their whole life. So, you know, this is, this is all we know. This is all they know. Um, I've done, I've had businesses, side businesses their whole life. So again, this is all they know. So it is in some ways, I think a little easier. Um, You know, when people ask me, well, what do you do with your kids? And I'm like, well, but literally this is what they grew up in. This is all they know. It hasn't always been online businesses. Um, I did cloth diaper sewing. I did um, in-home daycare. I've done like, I've done it all. Um, But it's literally all they know. So my kids grew up in this kind of environment in the way you know, things are. The biggest change we've had is since COVID, their dad has been home. So adding an extra adult into the house was probably a little more tricky than adding kids. <laughs> I love it. You know, I mean, <laughs> because we had our routine, we had the, we had the way we did things. And then you're adding another adult, like adding another kid's not hard. Adding another adult with like, you know, veto power and authority power and like that kind of thing. And um, that was a big change. For sure. Um, I can. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a whole bunch of new dynamics. Um, So, okay. So in my last episode, I'm going to go back or a couple of episodes ago, I interviewed my son who has also grown up in an entrepreneurial world um, with me always home. So what would you say that your, um, your kids would say responding to that? Do they love having mom around all the time or do they, um, or they just don't know any different? I don't think they know any different. They're used to if in the middle of the day, they're like, hey, mom, I want, you know, chips for lunch. If, you know, if I'm running, I can run to the store and get them. Or, hey, mom, can I run to the, you know, oh, we need dog food. I forgot to tell you. You know, we don't have to do a lot of that planning. A lot of, you know, if you only shop on the weekends. So, and only, I bring that up because that just happened yesterday. <laughs> but those kinds of things they're used to. They, they're they used to me being available. I'm super laid back. I'm open to the impromptu things and that kind of thing. So they're used to that kind of thing. Um, But you know, what's really funny is yesterday, I did not work, but for maybe like an hour. But if you ask my kids, I was working all day. Oh, yesterday morning, 
I took my kids to Chick-fil-A for playtime. We go on every Wednesday morning. We go to Chick-fil-A so they can play. The little kids can play and do their thing because we live in the South and it's hot. And so we do indoor play. Um, And then I came home and, you know, took care of the baby. I fed them lunch. I did went to the grocery store. Like I did all these things. They still will tell you mom works all day because I have integrated our life and business and school all into one thing. They see everything I do apparently (laughs) as working, which, well, I don't want them to think I work all the time. I like that they understand that our whole life is all integrated together. Yeah. That everything we do is kind of woven together and we don't have like mom's unavailable because she's working because if they see me having worked all day yesterday but I was available to take them to Chick-fil-a I was available to fix them lunch I was available to play with them I took them outside that kind of thing then I'm okay with them thinking I worked all day yep I totally see that yeah Um, so you have, you like, so this whole series, we're talking about moms with different, you know, age groups. So you've done that all because you have a 25 year old and you also have an infant still. So what would you say is the stage of your children's lives that you feel like they just get the whole entrepreneurial world? Like they get that mom's still making money. Um, do they, at what age do they kind of understand that? I think my seven-year-old is starting to get it because he'll want something. And he's like, hey, mom, can you go get a new client so I can get like a new video game? And I'm like, dude, no, I've got a client right now. (laughs) Give me a second. But he understands, he correlates the like, mom makes money, you know, if I want something. Because he knows he has to earn money to get something. So if he wants mom to get him something, mom has to earn money. So he's even him, he's starting to get it. I love it. That's awesome. All right. So I feel like this next question is kind of a no brainer because we've already, you've already alluded to it, but um, just to be clear, I just want to understand like what your why is, um, why you are a business and marketing strategist, why you've chosen to stay home with your kids. Like what is your true meaning and your true why? So obviously my kids, that's the easy one, but the reason I started this business is kind of funny. Um, I literally did not use Facebook, did not have a Facebook account and knew nothing about the online world before I started my business. So six years ago, 2018, five years ago, 2018, none of this, like I do none of this. And I was sitting at my desk one night and I was like, you know, I really want, um, I feel like my little kids, you know, I have, they have two groups, um, because everything had gotten so expensive My little kids, I felt like they were missing out on some of the adventures I had done with my bigger kids because my husband traveled for work when my bigger kids were little. So we would kind of tag along because, you know, I mean, if you've got your your gas and your hotel paid for, the rest of it's cheap, you know, so we would tag along. So my big kids did a lot. They went on a lot of adventures and I really started feeling like my little kids were missing out, which I'm sure they've had just as many adventures just differently. But, you know, the mom and me was like, oh, they're missing out. Um... So I was like, how can I make enough money to take them camping? We love to camp, to take them camping more and taking them on these adventures. And um, so I hopped online, you know, and I Googled and I I found this 
whole world of like online business. I was like, what is this? This is like, it was totally foreign concept to me. I had no, no clue. I mean, I'd been online. I had been on like old school bulletin boards, but I just never like taken to Facebook or anything. I literally, like I said, did not even have an account. So I, um, so I got a Facebook account. I jumped in, I bought a course. Like the first thing I did, I bought a course on how to be a VA. I never made it as a VA, but beside the point, but I bought a course. I dove headfirst straight in and that's how I ended up here. Awesome. I love it. Um, so I do, I think that your, my sim- story is similar. Like I wanted to make sure that I had enough money, but I also wanted to make sure that I had the flexibility in my schedule to work when I wanted to work. So my true thing is I want to work when I want to work. I want to work how much I want to work and I want to make how much I want to make. Um, so if that, if whatever I'm doing at the time of my life checks those boxes and I am happy and content and not wanting to pull my hair out because I hate what I'm doing then I'm satisfied. So I think that that, that's awesome. So um, will you kind of jump in and you just alluded to this a little bit on how you got started. Um, So um, tell us more about the services that you offer to your clients. I think that's a fun one where all of my audience is going to come across, like anyone who's listening to this podcast, some of them are going to be virtual assistants, some of them are going to be web developers, some of them are going to be, um, you know, very niche down into specific things. So I think sharing um, everybody's story of like what they do for services is kind of fun to see how many different opportunities are out there in this digital space. Oh, that's a big one, because that has been a journey and a pivot upon a pivot upon a pivot. Um, so like I said, I started, the first course I took was how to be a VA. I was like, okay, well, surely I can do that. Like I run, you know, I've run my own businesses before. I've um, been office manager at a vet clinic. I've been assistant manager um, at a daycare center. Like I can do this. I like, surely I can do this. The first call I got on, she's like, um, I don't think you're going to make a good VA. Looks <laughs> like, what? I was like, oh. okay. Like my stomach dropped. Um, And she's like, but I have this project I want you to do. And she hired me to do this project. I was like, you know, I know nothing about, I mean, I was straightforward. I was like, I don't know. Like, this is like, I'm diving into this first. This is like my first thing. This is why I was going the VA route. She's like, no, 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 no. I want you to do this project. I will be forever grateful to her. So I did this project. Um, I made money. I made money. I made money online. I was so excited. Um, and I never did make it as a VA. I never even tried again because I was like, okay, well, clearly I'm not made, cut out to be a VA. So after I did this project, it was web-based. She wanted me to do something with her website. I was like, oh, I like this. So I um, so I started doing, looking into like website-based stuff and I um, I started coding. I, I can create WordPress websites. Um, I don't usually because it's, most people don't need that kind of thing at the beginning. Um, but so I like, I took all these courses and I did all these things and I ended up becoming a certified master marketer and a certified director of operations. And, um, so that's where the business strategy and the marketing strategy come together because I like the operations side of it and I'm good at that part. And I love the marketing and the funnel building side of it. So I kind of was like, okay, I've got to find a way to make these work together. Um, so I do, I, so my big offerings are, I've got a, it's called Map Your Strategy. And so we do a strategy session where we build their business foundation. Because when you jump in, kind of like when I jumped into the business, I just dove in and I just started doing all the things, trying to 
find my thing. And, um, and I tried, I tried all kinds of things. I've made money doing like all of it. And, um, so, but I never stopped and built. And if I had, it would have saved me a lot of like trial and error, I feel like, but to build that business foundation. And then once we've got that business foundation built, um, I do visibility funnels. So lead gen strategies, like summit funnels, workshops, masterclasses, low ticket, like all those things to finally get you seen and heard in front of the right people. Awesome. I love that. Um, so let's jump into how do you balance your time as a mom and also as a freelance business owner? That's where that's that integration comes in, I'm huge on it. I am not opposed to, because I have integrated everything, I'm not opposed to taking my kids to the park and doing the park mom things for like the first 30 minutes and then me sitting down and working. I don't feel like I'm neglecting my kids. I don't feel like I'm ignoring them. I need to get off my phone because A, they're at the park, their happy place. B, I played with them. I interacted with them. I didn't just, you know, I'm not just throwing them out there. Um, And then I work. Um, like I said, on Wednesdays, we go to Chick-fil-A. So and um, they play and I can work. And they're perfectly happy to go in that little square glass room. And it's almost soundproof. It's amazing. <laughs> and because we homeschool, there's usually not anybody else there. We go at a time when it's like usually just my kids and maybe one or two other kids. So it's perfect. They get to play with some little friends and, you know, they have a blast. But those kinds of things, people are like, oh, I feel so bad. I feel like I just ignore them. I'm like, I'm not ignoring them. I They can either sit at home while I work or I can take them somewhere where they're enjoying themselves while I work. I mean, if I worked a nine to five job, I wouldn't be with them. I wouldn't feel guilty for, quote, ignoring them. I would be at work and they would be doing their thing. Well, it's the same kind of thing. It just so happens that my nine to five lasts the whole day. And we kind of weave life and business and school in there, however it fits. Um, I'll be working on my computer and my son's doing his math. And it's no big deal for him to come and interrupt me and say, hey, mom, I need you. You know, so I have structured my business in that way that I can have those interruptions and we can stop. And um, one of the things that I found that works really well is each of my kids has like this one thing that's important to like. I know they have more than one thing that's important to them, but this one thing that I can do that's quick and easy that fills their bucket. With my almost 13-year-old, if I play a game or two of Uno with him, he's done. Or we go out front and play Frisbee for 15 minutes. Like, I, you have to, I don't need to spend an hour one-on-one with him for him to feel loved or appreciated or special. It's just finding the right thing. It's kind of like in business. If it does, doing all the things doesn't work. You don't have to spend hours and hours and hours. You've just got to find that right thing and spend focused time on that right thing. So if I play Frisbee with him or, um, you know, my seven, my nine-year-old, she loves to talk. She calls it talk time. Can we have talk time? Okay. So we sit and have talk time for 15 minutes. And I bought a journal, one of those back and forth mom journals. That's mom ever, she thinks, you know, like, and to me, yeah. it was an easier way to get in talk time without having to sit, you know. I mean, we still have talk time, but it was just like one more way to get that in. Um, But those are the kinds of things you have to find, those little, the right things, you know, that make them feel special and important and just weave those into your day. And each of them are different, you know, so that's, 
that's yeah. the time that's the thing when motherhood is a like is a huge like center of us where we know so like for example mine she's 15 and I pick her up after school and I love that time with her and sometimes she gets drug along to things that she doesn't necessarily necessarily want to where yesterday she had to sit in the car with me for two hours while I was running here there and everywhere and I didn't want to like drop the bomb on her like that hey dude you're gonna be miserable for two hours before we head home so I like pulled in the Starbucks line and she looked at me she's like what are we doing next? I'm like, I'm not telling you yet. Like, I'm going to butter you up with Starbucks because I know that this is your happy place. You can be sitting, drinking your nasty, in my opinion, pumpkin drink. And I'm going to go about my day because I didn't have time to run her home, which is 20 minutes from the school, and then run back to that end of town, which is 20 minutes. I'm like, it's way cheaper for my an investment of my time to buy you this Five forty nine dollars Starbucks drink, then spend 40 minutes of my day running back and forth. So you're just going to have to like deal. You're getting rewarded and you're going to do this. So it, we just have to learn these things as moms who are busy with our kids, who kind of still have to outsmart them a little bit. Not like not in a bad way, but just like we know what how to talk to them or how to, you know, make them not hate us some days, you know, I feel like there's that too. Um, so that's fun. Um, all right. So, um, when you are with your kids and when you're like working at the park and tell us a little bit, this is not in the conversation or questions that we talked about, but this is just something that kind of came to me. What how do you approach that with your clients? Because when I tell clients like, hey, I feel like I have to validate myself that I, that they're also a priority, you know, like not, I do work like when my kids were little, I would always work at the park, but I would never let my clients know, um, you know, that they weren't a priority. So how do you, how do you have that conversation with your clients? Do they know about how many kids you have or that you do weave your work in? Like, how do you have that conversation with them? You know, what's really funny is when I tell other entrepreneurs, service-based, like freelance entrepreneurs, that I have nine kids, they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You must be really good at time management, staying organized, doing this, doing that, doing blah. When I talk to clients, um, and it tends to be more like the coaches and things like that, that um, they're like, oh, you have nine kids. Well, you're not going to have time for me. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, I am much better at managing my time than you are, by the way, because I have nine kids. Like I have right. to, and I can do this. So I have had a little bit of pushback because of the nine kids, but I'm just, I'm up front because I mean, I have nine kids, like life happens. Um, I am super careful about deadlines and overscheduling. Um, and I do, I build summit funnels and Clients are notorious for not getting stuff to me on time. I mean, like, it just is what it is. So I have adjusted my expectations of my clients. Um, I'm like, ideally, I would have everything I need to build your funnel two weeks before promo starts. But I know that's not going to happen. So if you give me three days before promo, so I basically make sure I have a whole day on my schedule where it's super light and all I do is spend time with my kids and I nap when the baby naps that day. And then I stay up late that night and work because I can bust it out faster if I stay up late 
than if I work during the day. So during the day, I do take a real easy day. I don't plan any other client work, nap with the baby. And like, so I, I have to adjust my expectations and know how to work around, you know, my clients. I I have to just know that my clients aren't going to get me stuff on time. And if Mm -hmm. they do, then like shock and awe will release the balloons to the world. Um, Right. But I just plan for, okay, so promo starts on Monday. I'm going to get everything I need Friday if I'm lucky. And so Saturday, you know, Saturday's my, I spend the day with my husband and the kids. And then, you know, that's just what we do anyway. Um, But then I make sure, you know, I lay down with the baby and nap so I can stay up late. And it's just, you know, we just work it into our life. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that we have to be flexible Um, but also we have to have boundaries. So I have the same, you know, client work that's coming where I build websites. So I kind of get to a standstill until I get content from my clients. And so sometimes that can get super frustrating, but then it's like, you just have to work it around it. Or you have to say like, I need another day because, and it's not because I need another day because I'm running behind. I didn't get the the content when I needed it to, where you, you have like, a promotional deadline, like it's already starting in the advertising process. So you don't have that wiggle room sometimes like I do. Um, so yes, super frustrating. Um, but you can't, I mean, it just is what it is. You can't change them. Um, other than just tell them what your expectations are. Um, okay. So what would you say your freelance or your business superpower is? My ability to think outside the box. Because that's how I'm able to find those pockets of time to do what I do. That's how I'm able to come up with the strategies I come up with for my clients. That's how I'm able to, you know, come up with those off the wall plans that like, so that they can also find ways to work that don't take, you know, so they're not working all day every day, but they can still come Mm -hmm. up with those ways to get seen and heard. Um, But yeah, I really do think it's the whole like out of the box thinking and the, um, because I do have nine kids. I mean, you know, when you're negotiating with a toddler, you know how you have to kind of come up with a way to make it. But so, or my teenagers, like, I mean, the same thing. So I kind of, you have to learn to think outside of like the box. And um, so I've taken that and I apply that to my business and the way I integrate my business and my life and homeschooling. And I really think that's what allows us to make that work. Mm-hmm. I think, and that's a funny thing, and so it's not really business related, but I have negotiators as children as well. And so my almost 18-year-old is like the best negotiator ever. And he's just like relentless and he's the energizer bunny. And so if he's been at me for one topic multiple times, I now have this saved energizer bunny gif that I send him and I'm just done talking about it. Like he knows that like mom has drawn the line. She's sending me stupid gifs. I'm just done. And so like anytime he responds back after that, I will send him another annoying gif that he hates. And he know like he, he now knows my frustration and annoyance with him because I'm like, I'm done. I'm not negotiating with you. Nothing. Like I'm just done. Like I, I haven't gotten my point across. You're not getting your point across. I've drawn the line. So I think that that's funny. And we have, we do those things for our kids, but sometimes like we have to do that with our, like we have to do that with our businesses as well. Like we have to be able to negotiate, but we also have to understand like sometimes we just are at an impasse even with clients and we can't always make 
make their deadlines and their expectations either. So giving us a little bit of grace too, I think is important. So, all right. Thinking ahead, what would you say are some of your goals for your business? I would like to, um, let's see. So I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think short term ahead. Um, I would like to build out, like, so I've got the strategy side of my business built out and I would like to build out the funnel side a bit more. I would like to do more funnel building and become more known in that area. It's not even the, to do more funnels. I mean, I build probably eight summit funnels a month. I mean, like that's not, so the number isn't, I would like to become more known in that world as mm-hmm. building those front end funnels, the, um, the visibility funnels. Okay. Awesome. Um, share a couple tips with other moms that are in a similar place with you that are on the same mom journey, um, that maybe have a, um, have some, have a significant amount of kids that have a high impact on their livelihood and their work. Um, just give them some tips that you wish you would have known a while ago. Um, the world's not going to end. Not that big of a deal. Nothing you do is saving lives. Um, or ending them more importantly. Um, Mm -hmm. but the biggest thing I see with my clients and I don't know why I've never struggled with this. I'm ever so thankful. Um, I've never struggled with mom guilt. I just really haven't. I've been a mom for 25 plus years and I know I've made mistakes. I'm not saying I've done everything and I have nothing to feel like, you know, but I've always known that at the end of the day, I am the best mom for my child. The mistakes I make, the things I do wrong, those are all shaping and forming my child. And those are all important stepping stones, kind of like the failures you have in your business or what help you find the next right step. Um, Those failures, those mistakes, those kinds of things I make with my kids, they're helping me find the next right steps and helping them find the right steps and build that resiliency and that kind of, you know, the comebackedness you need in life as a kid, you know? And, um, so the biggest thing I tell my clients when they come is you got to let it go. Mm -hmm. You're doing the best you can. You are the best person. You are the best person for that child. What you are doing is what you think is best. When you know better, you do better. So yes, you look back and you, because you learn more and you think, oh, I should have, you can't do that. You did the best you could with what you had at the time. Mm-hmm. And as long as your child is fed and housed and loved, then you're good. You've got the bases covered. Yep. Awesome. So then that's the biggest thing I want people to understand is just let it go. It's not worth it. It's stealing your time and your joy with your kids right now to focus on that mm-hmm. guilt. And you're just awesome. compounding the effects. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. We will also post... Um, in the show notes, some information about Lisa, how to connect with her um, and network. And we will see you all next time. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.